Welcome to the Something to Think About podcast, where we take a closer look at what the Bible says about common questions. I am Andre Palmer. Welcome to part two of our series, Letting Go, How to Deal with Internal Conflicts. So we've been looking on what does the Bible say about holding a grudge? How is it defined? Last week in, in part one, we talk about holding a grudge is hating somebody for what they did. And according to Romans 12, verse 17, specifically somebody doing evil to you. We also looked on eight things that is considered evil, according to the Bible, which is being treated harshly, bringing a lawsuit against somebody, somebody hitting you or physical abuse, being robbed, committing murder, ridiculing by others, being humiliated and also being insulted. Those eight things are considered evil. And once any of those eight, and there's more, can, uh, can push us to the point you now of holding a grudge against somebody. We also briefly talked about the recommendation according to our core scripture, Leviticus 19 verse 18, that we should all, always strive to, to love the person as ourselves. And Paul also recommends to us to keep our thoughts on noble things. This week, we want to go into the mindset of holding a grudge. And why is it that you can't, the mindset that is causing you not to let go. And a comparison between holding on versus letting go. So, as always... I'm reminding of our core scripture. Never get revenge. Never hold a grudge against any of your people. Instead, love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Leviticus 19 verse 18, reading from the God's Words translation. So, let's look on the mindset. And let's start with the where you are now, holding on grudge. So, the first mindset is you're impatient. According to Proverbs 20, verse 22, you are considered impatient. And if you're thinking about love, love your neighbor as yourself and the art of letting go, love is patient. That's the first one, first component. But when you hold a grudge, it, it is showing that you are impatient. And impatient in the sense that um, Solomon says, don't say I'll get even with you. Wait for the Lord and he will save you. So, impatient in the sense that you don't want God to deal with this situation. For you, you want to deal with it yourself. And when God, God's timing and your timing is not lining up because you, are, you want the situation dealt with, no. But when you think about it in the heat of the matter, you're angry because of what happened. And you're hurt because of what happened. And the wound is still there and the pain lingers. And dealing with this thing, responding, is the reason why you want this situation to be dealt with. No, but if you think about it, if you act on impulse because you're impatient, you didn't process what happened, you didn't analyze or evaluate your options and all of that, and to really think about how you want to respond to this incident, 
you may end up doing something foolish that you will later regret. And that's why it's important now to wait for the Lord according to the recommendation from Solomon in Proverbs 20 verse 22. Because he will deal with the situation in the right timing once you, once you have dealt with the, the issue. And you will now start to see a different avenue when you allow God to heal and shield you from the, the hurt that you are facing because of this incident and repair your heart, you'll now start to look from a different lens. And you will now, being patient now, allow him to walk you through that healing process. And then once you're finished with the healing process now, you can now see different solutions and different ways and means of solving the problem instead of um, the second mindset, which is seeking revenge, getting even, instead of doing that, going that road. Um, the second mindset, as I just said, in terms of seeking revenge. So because of the impatience, the impulse is there to, if, if somebody thump you, just want to thump them back in their mouth. Or somebody insult you, just want to say something insulting back to them, just to show that you can insult them the same way they insult you. Or if they sideline you, you want to sideline them or reject them as well. Because um, two can play the same game. Or if you're in a relationship and your partner is unfaithful, being unfaithful to them, um, you're responding the same way. But at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself the question, do you want to stoop to their level? And why is it that you want to take matters into your own hands? And is it the right thing to do at this point in time? Or should you know, kind of pull back and analyze and wait? Because you don't want to be impulsive. And in the heat of the matter, do something that you will regret. That's the general idea. Um, on the flip side, the recommendation from Jesus, according to Matthew 5, verse 44, is to pray for your enemies. So here it is that somebody has done something evil to you, but the recommendation is to pray for them. Which brings out the whole thing of loving your neighbor as yourself. It says, I tell you this, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So this, this is bringing out another aspect of the Leviticus 19 verse 18 as loving your neighbor as yourself. And if you go through the listing of what the Bible describes as love, love is patient, love is kind. Love doesn't rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoice when, when, right, when justice is done. It's not arrogant, it's not irritable. Love never gives up, love never gives up hope. Love never keeps any record of wrong, and so forth and so forth. You realize it's a different level, different character, attitude that is required when dealing with this stuff like this. That's why it's important to pull back and then you analyze the situation from God's perspective and then pray for the person who has just insulted you, humiliated you, 
ridicule you to the point you feel ashamed or infuriated, whatever the response is. So Jesus' recommendation um, in terms of the mindset is to pray for those who persecute you. If you hold a grudge, you won't want to pray for them. You're really stuck in the mode of like you just you hear you hate them. It's like you feel good if something bad happened to them. The third mindset of somebody who does not hold a grudge or um, that will person who has the ability to let things go is that they never want to get even. They never want to get even. And number four is they focus their thoughts on noble things, according to Romans 12, verse 17. So the whole idea in terms of the mindset is if you want to let go, the mindset of letting go is wait for the Lord. And according to Solomon, he himself will save you. That's the, record, that's, that's the promise that was given in the scriptures. That when you wait for the Lord, he will save you. And according to the prophet Isaiah, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They will run and not be weary. They will mount up like eagles. So he will renew. when you wait for the Lord, he will renew your strength. So when you pull back, when you give yourself time and wait and seek the Lord and pray, he will renew your strength because uh, uh, when evil is done to you, it actually saps your strength and your ability to respond. You're humiliated. You're in a place of shame and you're not expecting that to happen. But the mindset that will help you recover from this incident is to wait on the Lord for him to renew your strength and him, for him to save you and heal you. And while you wait, you shift your focus a bit to focus on his promises to you that he will renew your strength so that you will be able to walk with your head held high and not walk with this baggage around or this goose around your neck that you really want to squeeze that person till they die because they hurt you. But you want to live freely. That you'll be able to see them and not reminisce on the issue. But you'll be able to embrace them if needs be. Or to love them as nothing never happened. And to not have that hurt be reminded every time you see them. And that's a promise that the word and Jesus Christ is saying to you today. To let go and to focus, shift your focus on and, and the word that will help you to, to grow past the situation, to heal past the situation and adopt the mindset of forgiveness. So which mindset do you have? That's the question I want to leave you with this week. Do you have the mindset of somebody who is unforgiving or do you have the mindset of letting go? Where are the gaps that you have identified? Do you pray for your for, for those who are persecuting you? Are you waiting on the Lord? Do you want to get even? And where are your thoughts focused on? Those are some questions for you to think about this week. And we'll encourage you to focus your mind on Jesus and let go. Until next week, 
God bless and one love. And that's our show. Thanks for listening. I release a new episode of this podcast every Tuesday, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you find this information useful, please share this episode with a friend. This podcast was also brought to you by RemlaMinistries.com, resources to help you on your Christian journey, study guides, counseling, and more. For more information, visit our website at www.remlaministries.com.